some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Our verse for today is just one, and it's a familiar one. Uh, But I'm getting together some thoughts for our youth's work camp next week. I thought this might be useful for all of us. And the verse is Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. It's not often I get to unpack just one verse, um, but it allows us to really focus in on what the Word of God is saying here. And the first thing would be, in Scripture, when we see something repeated, it really means the same thing that it means today. It's emphasis. We're repeating this to really emphasize the point. And Paul, through the Holy Spirit, says, Rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. So if he's saying it twice, then we need to figure out why is this so important? What, what is it we should do? Rejoice. What does rejoice mean? Well, it means to feel or show great delight. And, you know, you look up the Greek word, that's what it means. It means to rejoice, to be cheerful, uh, doing well. Similar words are to exult, which means to feel or show triumphant elation or jubilation, to revel, to enjoy oneself, to feel happy, to be glad. Scripture tells us to be happy in God. Now, a lot of um, uh, point is made about the difference between being happy and having joy. That happiness is fleeting and it's driven by circumstances. Uh, That joy is more lasting, it's more long-term, it's deeper. But really, as I'm doing some study and looking this up, Scripture never really makes that difference explicit. That over the course of Scripture, we see both of these words used regularly. The issue isn't spending too much time on the definition of happiness versus joy. The main point is, where are we finding our happiness? What are we finding our joy in? If we're trying to be satisfied by drink and dance and sex and worldly pleasures, then yeah, we're going to be up and down. We're only going to be happy when we're experiencing those things. And we're going to be down or depressed or feeling empty when we don't. When we find our happiness in God, that drives us to live our lives in such a way that we have a joy that can't be taken away. Why would this be the case? Well, God has made us for himself. There's that famous St. Augustine quote, You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it rests in you. Or the C.S. Lewis quote that I love, It would seem that our Lord finds our desires are not too strong but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. What happens when we try to find our happiness in these other things? Well, we're going to make idols out of them. We were meant to find our joy and satisfaction in God alone. And when we turn that part of us that that finds happiness, that finds joy, towards another object, we make those the Lord of our life. We make them what we live for, what we strive for, what's going to bring us happiness. You could think of plenty of examples. Money, relationships, possessions, experiences, 
pleasures. The problem is, even if we make these our gods, they will never be enough to satisfy us. They will never be enough to sustain us. And they will certainly not be enough to bring us to salvation. So how do we do this? How do we rejoice in the Lord? Well, as we all know, uh, or most of us know who have spent time in the church, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5 tells us that when we are walking in the Spirit, our lives will begin to produce love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There are no, there's no law against these things. So the next question would logically be, how do we walk in the Spirit? Well, we've got to spend time with God. We've got to allow our roots to grow deep into the reality of who God is, to spend time with Him. And we do this through all the ways that we, we always talk about. We do it through spending time in His Word, spending good amounts of time in His Word. We do it through prayer, saying, God, I recognize that I'm trying to find my satisfaction in my career, in my children, in, in possessions. God, help me to rejoice in you. Help me to find my meaning and my happiness in you, because there's nothing that can take that away, nothing that can separate me from your love. The obvious next question would be, well, if we're supposed to rejoice in the Lord always, well, what about when life gets hard? What about when tragedy happens? What about when circumstances are tough? Well, of course, Scripture speaks to this. James 1, 2 tells us to consider it all joy when we face trials of various kinds. 1 Peter chapter 4 tells us not to consider it strange when our faith is tested, but rejoice. Rejoice, it's the same word that we share in the sufferings of Christ. Because Christ himself, Hebrews 12, verse 2, for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, knowing that on the other side of the cross was the fulfillment of his Father's plan. He is our example. We can have joy in the midst of difficult circumstances as we continue to walk in the Spirit, as we continue to do life with God, as we continue to allow him to be our joy. I want to close with a psalm that I like, that I feel like really encapsulates this idea of our lives being about finding our joy in God, and that being the joy of the Lord is my strength, that being our motivation. This is Psalm 16. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names on my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel in the night. Also, my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord before me always. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Praise the Lord. God, thank you for 
your words reminder that we should find our joy in you. You are the only one who will ultimately satisfy and make us, yes, happy, happy. You have come that we may have life abundant. Help us to take you at your word, to walk in the spirit, to spend time with you, to grow in the knowledge of you, to grow in appreciating the beauty of who you are. This is the way of hope and life and joy and peace. We ask that you would do it for our good and for your glory. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Church family, thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk. You are loved. Have a blessed day.